Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR, better known as the Ludicrous Report, episode 31. As always, your co-host, I am Joey Carney, and with me, the amazing, talented, beautiful diva. E- e- oh my God, demon diva, Isa. <laughs> Hi, I like Joey. I just know he has Diva. I know. I I, I like Diva, too. Um, hi, Joey. You introduced me. You got me so hyped. Thank you. <laughs> and we have a special guest today. Uh, he is a Roman. He's not the Roman Reigns, but he is the big dog. Uh, Roman. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, He was having a fit before we went on air. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be part of the show. He knows today is going to be a fun episode. And yeah. This is, he wanted to be here. That's, that's all it is. Yeah, because if I if I release the beast, he'll start barking. So, (laughs) (laughs) so many uh, interesting topics today on the show. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have some wrestling news, but it's not wrestling news. It's it's regarding a pro wrestler, Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce just taking over the world. Really, some Vanderpump news drama. Prince Harry. Believe it or not, we don't have anything. No, we don't. Well, we don't. We're gonna break related. our Kardashian. We're gonna break our Kardashian and Bad Bunny streak. This yeah, week. I, I think it's uh, that. That's how you know there's so many topics this week. To, like so many things going on in the world of mm-hmm. celebrity nonsense. But yeah, how are you doing today? How's everything going? Everything's going well. I I like pulled my back last night. It was a whole mess. I'm like, I sometimes we forget that after a certain age. We just can't do certain movements, you know. I like I got down. I went to the gym. Nothing happened. I bent down to get a hairbrush, and I like got stuck. And I'm like, what is happening? But <laughs> I rest. I couldn't do my stream last night, but I rested it, and I feel I'm I'm still in pain. But I'm the kind of person that my my mentality is: if I can move, I'm good. So yeah, I'll deal with yeah. the pain. There's some I leave here somewhere, you know. But I'm yeah. like, I need to be able to move. Last night, unfortunately, I typically stream raw, and I was like three hours of sitting in that position on a her back yeah. is probably not a good idea. But um, outside of the back pain, all is good. Um, just staying busy, Joey. You know how I do it, working every day. You are. I always say it to you, and this is not like a the, the hype Isa show, but one of the <laughs> one of the hardest workers in in our field, and uh, I always give you props whenever I have the chance. So kudos to you. Always. Kicking ass kudos and... to, no, no, no. Kudos to you on your new microphone, Joey. We had this conversation for weeks about time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I have a new microphone, if you can hear me better. I don't know if that was ever a thing for people, but I have been going back and forth with a new microphone. You think I, you were going to date this microphone? You were so decisive. I was. <laughs> I went. This is the third one that I tried and finally worked. And uh, no, it's a, it's a great microphone. And uh for us, like these type of things are like necessities. You need like a, you need a decent microphone, but you need a good quality microphone. And Correct. decency and, and, and quality go hand in hand a lot of times with this with this stuff. So, I have literally five different microphones, and somehow I always end up with this headset on. But I mean, I have obviously the wireless one that I use for interviewing and on the field. Which I could use here, and it's great qualities, the wireless road, but I don't want to yeah. like overuse it because it's what I take when I go out to do interviews. But that's my yeah. favorite one. I should get a backup just to use it for because it's wireless, and I love the idea of being wireless. Yeah. But yeah, once you start doing content creation, like a lot more than just for fun, you start realizing yeah. that these things do yeah. make a difference in their matter because you want to bring your audience the best quality that you possibly can. Of course. Of course. And uh, I, I think I, there was one point where we 
talked about on one of our episodes a while back for all the people who are followers of the show. We talked about how that was my first microphone and it, it crapped out right before we started the, this the, the episode. And uh, yeah, had to just... I have such a hard time letting go of my first <laughs> microphone. Oh my god, it was so emotional. And you know that I try to find it because I love that microphone. And oh, I try to. It came um, with the iPhone uh, cable and the normal USB cable, right? Because yeah. I, I was creating content from my phone at that time. And I, I never, I bought it at an Apple store. I've never been able to find it again. And it breaks my heart because I will go back to that microphone any moment that, that I can find it. I was, I was looking for the one that I originally had and I bought it off Amazon. And for some reason I couldn't find it. I even went to like my, like this, like my purchase history to find it. Yeah. Apparently it's like discontinued or something. So I was kind of in a position where it's like, damn, I have to have to find something new. Like I don't like change when it comes to these things. Like when it works, for me, it works and I stick with it. Like that's same. And, and unfortunately we're all going to recommend you something different. Like a lot of people is like, Oh, go to your fellow. No, we're all going to tell you something different. You got to find the one that you like. Yep. I like four different people, including you to tell me a good microphone to get. And yeah, I don't know. I, I am a big fan of that wireless road <clears throat> just because you can use it on this. You can connect it to your phone. You can you can take it out on the field. And if yeah. you buy the adapter, it turns into a handheld microphone. But um, a lot of times people say for like podcasts, it might not be the best quality. I think it sounds good. But like I said, it's for to each their own, to each their own with that stuff. Exactly. Do your own research. Just don't go by what one person tells you because I have a microphone over here that I thought somebody that was a guest on my Yellow Jackets bus podcast had <laughs> it. And I thought they sounded great, but when I use it, I don't think it sounds as good. So I don't yeah. know how she had it set up or what it was, but for me, when I use it, I don't think it sounds as good. That's another thing too. Like when people suggest products for you to use, it may work very, very well, but it might not be comfortable for you. And that's a Correct. big part of it. Like you have to be, has to be comfortable for you to like, uh, to like move around easily and do different things yeah. that like to adapt to how you do your, your content. So yeah, that, I have different, and I call it depending on the mood and, and I'm animated. So I'm not one to like the arm. Like I have it. I'm literally looking yeah. at it. The one with the arm, but like when I'm watching wrestling, like I'll throw my hands, I'll move around and I'm like, okay, yeah. that's going to just get knocked out at one point. That's why you usually see me with this or the wireless like clipped in here because I yeah. like to be. You know, I don't want to be restrained. That's why the only downside to this one is the cable. I wish Razer would come out with this because I like the little cat ears, but yeah. wireless. I think that's an iconic look for you, though, because yeah. I every time I see you on YouTube, I always see you with the ears. I know. <laughs> I know. I went to look at some headphones today, like a, a new set, because this one, I've had it for quite some time. Yeah. And they had beautiful ones. They had a white one, but they didn't have ears. And I'm like, no, I think I'm just going to ride with this one until they're just done. <laughs> Issa, we have so many, uh, in so many different topics today, like different directions, like different areas of celebrating nonsense. I think a good one to start off with is because we always end up getting into wrestling, so we might as well just like get out of the way now. Yes. Goldberg. <laughs> he didn't blade, but he bled. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't in a wrestling match. Okay, wait. Before before you go into the, the, the article, I saw the picture. Yeah. And, and, and the first thing that I thought about was, like, did the door win the fight again? That's a... <laughs> That's kind of where I was going. Like he, okay, didn't, good. he didn't get it. He didn't get hurt in the match in a match, and he didn't smash his head into a door. 
That's all I could think about. I was like, okay, door two, Goldberg zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you ever see those, those, mo- it actually happens a lot where like he's, ar- he's bleeding during his entrance. Like he's already bleeding in the ring yeah. before the match even starts. Yep. You know, something went horribly wrong. Yeah. I don't understand what's the point of him butting the door. Like, yeah. It just sounds so dumb, honestly. No. But that's just. <laughs> I've never been a big Goldberg girl, though, you know. So yeah. I like giving him shit. But tell us what happened. Why is Goldberg bleeding, Joey? Well, the, f- the first sentence of the article is funny. It's It says, I'll read it to you. No, Goldberg didn't get into a WWE hardcore match on Tuesday. But he certainly looked like he did, suffering a gnarly head wound while out on his farm in Texas. Oh, man. This guy just, just bleeding left and right. You, you would think he was like John Moxley. I don't know. John Moxley probably liked this article. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, he was on his tractor. He was opening some, I guess, like a, uh, like a, like a, like a gas something. And he got a gash. In yeah. his forehead, like he he was opening something, smacked his head on it, and uh, just bleeding all over the place. Gnarly, but it does look like he got into it. Like if you would have shown me that and not tell me the context, I really would have think it was something wrestling related. So you know what's crazy about this? They show. I wish I could show the pictures here, but uh, the TMZ article, the TMZ article posted two photos. One was like a like a like a down position, like looking up at him. And then the other one was like looking like over him and two different, completely different contexts of the pictures. The first picture looks like he like he did something to his eye because he's got blood all over his eye and it's dripping from his head. The second picture, you can see he's got like a little gash like on the top of his head and all the blood that's on his eye is just dripped down and just got into his face. So two different pictures look like two different injuries. Correct. Um, and of course, they made the drastic, the more dramatic one, the first photo that you see. Because when I first saw it, I thought he like cut his eye open or something. I didn't realize yeah. it was his head. Oh my god! He he says he accidentally knocked. I don't even know what a nogging on a tractor. I don't speak this kind of language. I'm a city girl. I don't know <laughs> what they're talking about, but it happened on a tractor. <laughs> yeah, something with a tractor hit his head, and uh, and then you you if you scroll down, they show like him like bleeding. <laughs> It, it looks the same. It looks, it looks the, the same. same. Mm-hmm. It looks the same. Yeah. Oh my god! You guys can find the article in TMC. I don't think we should. We could show those pictures even if we wanted to because we might get demonetized or getting yeah. trouble with YouTube with the blood. You know how they are. But, sir. Um. But yeah, poor Goldberg. I I hope he's okay. Do you think AEW is gonna like try to hire him? I hope not. <laughs> not in a bad. Not in a bad way. I just like. There's so many like, and we can go on a rant about this. And I, and honestly, I really, I don't really talk about this stuff as much yeah, yeah, as I yeah. used to. Just, I, I really hope not because there's some people and some careers that just need to be Done. like close, close the book, and let it let it be what it is. Yep. You know, Goldberg, he had such a great career back in WCW, and even in d- during his early. During his early, you know, his early time period within WWE in the early 2000s, him coming back in the in the late 2000s, 2010s, whatever, having you know matches with Brock and and whoever, yeah, they're fun for the moment, but let it ride off. 
but let it just be what it is. And I don't think that he needs to come back, especially in AEW, where they already have so many Hall of Fame, Hall of Fameers or legendary figures where you don't want to fill your roster with that. Is Issa still there? I think she's she might have lost uh, connection. If Issa, if you're there, if you can hear me, I think you might be frozen. But uh, wait, she's coming back in. I don't know. I don't know what just exactly. happened. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I just think it's funny. And Samantha said it in the in the chat. I always feel like he becomes irrelevant. <laughs> And then he just does something for people to start talking about him. Now, I hope he's okay, and and I'm glad this wasn't, like, a serious injury. But recently, like, I saw him talking crap about Rihanna's halftime performance, and I'm like, Goldberg, this has nothing to do with you. Why are you, I don't know how old he's, like, 80-year-old man talking about what Rihanna did at the Super Bowl? Like, get get the hell here with that. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a career that could be done. Yeah, and I even see Joseph didn't come back for Brock like that first run back was good yeah. after that I, I I had enough of him yeah I didn't I didn't enjoy honestly I was really looking forward to before the pandemic we were setting up Roman Reigns versus Goldberg and I think that was going to be a great match because I really did enjoy their their promos leading up to that like Goldberg didn't look the same as what he looked like in the other storylines then the pandemic happened, obviously, and Roman, you know, wasn't there. Yeah, but it was. It, uh, listen, we talk about butterfly effects, right? Yeah. This might have given us tribal chief Roman because this is when Roman had to walk away because of the pandemic and because of his health, and then yep. he came back as a tribal chief. And look at the run that he's been on. So, oh, blessing in disguise, you know. But it just, I just don't know that. I don't know, because I do think that Goldberg has a big fan base. And like I said, I'm glad he's okay. I just don't know if he will move the needle for AEW, bringing him in. And I think he's going to cost a lot of money. So if I'm in that position, I would question, you know, one Goldberg. uh, It might not be worth it right now. I think the biggest thing right now is professional wrestling is so modernized today, Mm -hmm. so mainstream, where the style of how it's presented has changed especially what the fans enjoy and yeah two minute you know matches squash matches are not really what fans want to see anymore well Once if i want to see okay. them i don't mind a squash match if it goes to the right person i don't want to yeah, see it from gold right like I, like when warlow was doing it before they kind of bury him like i liked it right like it yes. makes sense a newer guy that looks like a beast like that yep. makes sense but you know like reeling it into this show I was watching Raw last night, and I thought it was insane that they had the opportunity to flex about how the number one movie is Fast and the Furious with John Cena, Cena. and the number two movie in the world is Guardians of the Galaxy with Batista. I was like, what a freaking flex. And people talk about wrestling is not mainstream or this and that. Maybe not that kind of wrestling, but WWE is on a heist when it comes to like mainstream appeal right now. And even if these guys are no longer here on a full-time basis, you'll see John Cena. And that's what you associate it with. I went to see the new Fast and the Furious movie. I take my dad to see it. It's our tradition, yeah. right? So I, I always tell people, I'm like, I, I don't love care. That, by the way. I'm like, I don't care if they're flying cars through space. It's a tradition. It's a dad-daughter thing. And I hope they keep making these movies because I don't want to not do that, right? So I take my dad to see it. And it was really funny because as soon as John Cena comes on, you want to know what? He doesn't watch wrestling. But the first yeah. thing he says to me is like, oh, look, it's Christian's favorite wrestler, my nephew. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't matter. People associate those face. 
with WWE. It's a big deal. I was like, what a freaking flex that was when they're just talking about how the top two grossing movies start WWE superstars. It's awesome. Yeah, and if you think about the names who have transitioned over to Hollywood, you know, obviously Hulk Hogan doing it back in the day and The Rock really, you know, solidifying that wrestlers can come over mm-hmm. and do that. Then you have John Cena. You have Batista. Ronda Rousey. Seth Rollins is joining Seth the Marvel Rollins, Universe. And I, I don't care what anybody says. I think Seth Rollins will be the next oh, yeah. guy to do it. And then Becky Lynch will do it. Roman Reigns was in Hobbs Roman and Shaw. Reigns. It was a small yeah. part, but I thought he, he looked like a million bucks. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think I think it's incredible like that they're doing that. You want to know something funny? My very first uh, time seeing Hulk Hogan was when I watched Gremlins 2 in the movie theater. I was a little girl. Really? And you know, they had that segment where he interrupts the movie because the Gremlins are like messing with the movie. Yep. That was the very first time I actually oh, saw man. Hulk Hogan because I grew up in a different kind of wrestling. Yeah. I grew up with our local Puerto Rico wrestling. So yeah. it was so funny when people it's like, what's your earliest memory of Hulk Hogan? And everybody has all these iconic wrestling moments. And I'm like, oh, the you know what's funny about that so my parents grew up grew up in the 80s Mm -hmm. and rocky the rocky movies were it like right and uh my dad was a huge heavy metal guy yeah action movies you know hulk hogan being in the rocky movies i think that was my first might be my first introduction to hulk hogan Right. It like at the same time of watching oh. wrestling, because I started watching wrestling when I was like three or four. So right. it was kind of like the same time where I was like connecting the dots, like what is happening? It's, it's so <laughs> freaking funny that a lot of us, like depending on, on age group, right? Like how different your exposure is to Hulk yeah. Hogan, where if you talk to somebody older than us, like they have all these memories of him being the greatest. And it's just like, yeah. well, I just remember him trying to take down the gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you, you remember so- him. That's how I remember him. <laughs> You know what's so crazy about that? We're soon going to enter, and I mean like very soon. I know. Enter a generation where fans are going to be like, oh, I Roman Reigns from the show. I know. I have no idea who that is. I know. Or, or Roman Reigns, the tribal chief? Like, <clears throat> what? what's, the, what's the shield? Who's Dean, I, who's Dean Ambrose? I had, I don't even know when that happened to me recently with one of my nephews where I was just listening to an old school Eminem track, which is one of my favorites. And they were like, never even heard this song before. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's like crazy because we're all going to get there. And I always tell people that, especially when it comes to like actors, athletes, like whatever it is, like when people have that gold conversation, I'm like, it depends on your generation, right? Like my nephew, my dad and I, we get into these arguments all the time because Exhibit A, my nephew loves LeBron. I love Kobe. My dad loves Jordan. And we always sit there and tell you how our favorite is the GOAT in basketball. But you know what? They were at the time that we were watching, at the time that we're hiring. Their generation. Correct. My nephew is twenty, going to be 25 years old. Of course he loves LeBron. Look at me. Of course yeah. I love Kobe. Look at my dad, you know. So it's just like, it's really funny because I always think I hate list because they're so subjective to the person yeah. and what age group you fall in and what it is that you like because it's very hard to to rank who are the greatest or what you're into because it all depends on what you grew up and what was hot at the moment and when you started watching 
I think Roman Reigns is he's my favorite of all time, but I started watching modern wrestling. I, I didn't watch mm. any of that old stuff. Now, if you ask me about the old stuff, I'm going to give you local Puerto Rican wrestlers that I get to cover them now, and I still get nervous about them. I could be around a WWE superstar, and I don't get as nervous as I get around Ray Gonzalez, and you're like, who is that? And I'm like, well, he's a god in Puerto Rico, okay? Yeah. So, like, it's all different and subjective, you know? I do think that Goldberg has a huge fan base, but I wasn't a WCW girl, so that's why I never seen the appeal. I love what Samantha just put in the chat. She wrote, what what goes around always comes back around. And she said, running up that hill. Mm-hmm. And that song, that's like a that's like a top five song right like in the world right now. And it's yeah. Just, I, I love that. Crazy, crazy stuff. I yep. had a friend a funny story. Now we can kind of go into the next or wherever you want to go here. I had a, I had a friend recently uh blow my mind because actually I believe tomorrow. Uh, is a Blink-182 concert in New York City mm-hmm. or in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And they were just I, at MSG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Friday. And I, I invited some friends to go. And some of them, some of them are younger than me. Mm-hmm. And one or two did not know who they were. <gasps> no! Oh, that breaks my heart. And if you think about it, I, I, didn't, I was like, how do you not know what Blink-182? They haven't Blink-182. been hot in a while, though. Not like, even that. They didn't release music for a long period of I time. I, I have to assume like 10 years. When was the last time they put out like I can't remember. Album? Like I was young. I was a kid. That is so funny. So I have playlists on my Apple Music, right? Depending on what I'm in the mood for. But every once in a while, I had a long long drive this weekend. And I was like, I'm just going to go into songs and hit shuffle. This is like a three-hour drive. Let's just see what comes up. Oh, my God. First Date came on by Blink-182. And did I sing it off the top of my lungs? And I was like, man, I used to love Blink-182. You forget how much you love this. Because... Right now, my Bad Bunny playlist is probably my most played thing. Like, my, yeah. my replay of 2022 was all Bad Bunny. So every once in a while, I'm like, let me go back to the things that I used to. You know, just hit shuffle and, like, choose violence. Let's see what comes on. Man, yeah. when that Blink-182 hit, I, I turned into a teenager again. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when Miss You comes on, all the small oh, Miss things. You so, oh, my God. So good. Oh, the small things. So, oh. Do you remember the music video? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's running around naked. Yeah. <laughs> So many icon. There's even one I can't even say. I can't even say what it was about. It was something about doing something to a dog. It was. It, there's yeah. some iconic <laughs> well, stuff. Times have changed. <laughs> Yo, look at what Samantha said. Though. She said, "You know that guy married to Kourtney Kardashian." Yeah. I have heard people refer to Travis Barker like that, and I'm like, "Dude, giving his freaking flowers, bro. Travis Barker yep. is a big deal, a lot bigger than her back yep. in my day." <laughs> yep. Crazy. See, and that's. Everybody knows him today as he's married to a Kardashian. He's married yeah. to a Kardashian. Shame on them. Shame on them. Get, get lost in a freaking YouTube rabbit hole and go do your research, kids, please. Yep. So Blink-182 was for iconic. You. Iconic. And he had a reality show with his first wife, who was also a freaking 10. Yes. Because China, oh my gosh, she was so pretty. And But anyways, listen, we can go on about this, about nostalgia all day. It hurts my heart when people don't know who like Blink-182 or like yeah. Green Day. Like there's so many out there that people today are like, who? And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I have I have an idea. And I'm going to, I'm just going to throw it out to you while we're on the air now. Because I think that we'll have some feedback from everybody watching. We have a, a mm-hmm. good group of people watching. Uh, always great people in the chat. I think that we should plan out a throwback episode of this show. 
Can we dress throwback too? We could we could dress throwback. We'll get some throwback graphics made up here. Yeah. We'll, we'll find some like throwback like news that we think that was like back this time, like 10 years ago, this time oh 20 my. years ago. Like, oh, June of 2003. Since Yo, let's do it. You know what I mean? Say no more. I mean <laughs> And the top things in, in Hollywood that were happening that time and just oh compare it to what was hot then and yeah, yeah. All the music, MTV, the movies. MTV News used to do like every like 15 minutes or like a, a 45 minutes into the hour. They would always have a, a news snippet because there was always so much going on. Oh, I'm 1000% in. Or oh, we should talk about like the biggest pop culture news from like the early 2000s. Like, oh yeah. my God, I'm 1000% in. So, right? many crazy, so much crazy shit went down. Remember Millie Vanilli when they found out oh, they weren't man. really singing? <laughs> yeah. You know what's so sad too? Yeah. So everybody's saying TRL. By the oh, way, I love guys. TRL. Our our show, and if you look at our logo, mm-hmm. everything is inspired by TRL. When we first, yeah. you know, signed on to do this show, Isa and I said we want to do like a throwback MTV style. So if you look at the logo, look at the colors, like everything is like a throwback to T- uh, TRL. TL- yeah, like TLR now, oh like MTV God, I know. TRL. So that was kind of what we were going for, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I think that would be like such a fun episode. We must plan it and we should just do it. Like let's bring like some of the biggest um news from yeah. like back in our day and just talk yeah. about how what do you remember when you were when Ashley Simpson got caught lip syncing on SNL? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so sad? They're uh they're ending MTV news. Yeah, but I didn't even know it was still a thing. I thought I, I thought MTV is now ridiculousness TV. I thought that's all there is to it. Ridiculous <laughs> ridiculousness and like like uh teen teen mom is that well, allegedly because and jersey shore the last season of the challenge the regular challenge not the yeah. spin-off but the last season of the challenge they didn't put it on paramount plus i will have to use the mtv app to watch uh, it which uh, first of all i hate it because paramount plus is so good at putting it on right at midnight they are but they were trying like the last season of the challenge they keep they really kept it in tv i was watching mtv for the challenge alone and then paramount plus came out and now i watch it always there so yeah. i haven't touched mtv in a long time i remember growing up where like if it was really late at night or like really early in the morning I put MTV on and have the music videos just play. Like, oh my god, that's what I got ready for school and college. Yes. Just watching the music videos in the background. There was no Bluetooth speaker. No, you will turn on MTV, turn on the TV, and you will get ready to that. Yeah. And they always I, had the greatest video. And that's what people always. put effort into their music videos. Like, I'm surprised really they still fun. make them. Well, I I give my buddy props because when yeah. he releases a big single, he'll bring it with a video, and like I usually watch the video before I even download the song onto my playlist. You know, he just came out with a song called "Where She Goes." By the way, it became number one in the world in not even twenty four hours of it being released because that's what Bad Bunny does. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he came out with a music video, and I was like, I appreciate staying through to the to to the old school of like you will release the video and that's how people will yep. hear the song for the first time and i remember yep. backstreet boys going to t to trl and and releasing their music Britney videos Spears. and the and the 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 freaking feel like i was an instant girl my best friends in high school were backstreet boys girls and we'll go back and forth who was the best like oh man good times yeah good times like i really adore technology and all that we have today but sometimes i stop to think like i my first job was at a Sam Goody. And that was a music store, for those of you who don't know. That was and like I, shops. 
And I everything. got that job because Empire Records was one of my favorite movies of all time. And I was like, oh, I need to work at a, you know, at a music store. But I, you'll never, I remember having to go to work early when there was a big album release to set up the displays and like, oh my God. And you will have people waiting out the door before the store opened because they needed to get this album before anybody yeah. else. Kids will skip school to go buy a yeah. CD. You don't have to do any of that now. Like those days were awesome, man. We you should. We need so- to do. A, we need to do an episode where we can just like sulk in nostalgia for an hour. Yes. <laughs> you know what you just reminded me of? You mentioned Sam Goody. Mm-hmm. Sam Goody is where, when I was a kid, I would go and buy my my wrestling DVDs. Ah, uh, yeah, because we have music, we have books, we have video games too. When video games became a big thing, they added it. Mm-hmm. I would go there and buy whenever the new WWE uh, yeah. pay per view DVDs came out. I was there on the day that came out. Yeah, it was it was the best. I had a coworker who was really into it. So every once in a while, he will make us like take down the um the music videos and he will put on a, a wrestling like because we kind of like once the manager left, it was up to us to what music will be played and all yeah. that. It's actually like a. I love that company and it's sad that they closed, but I transferred when I left Puerto Rico and moved to the States. I transferred from San Good in Puerto Rico to one in the States. So it was great. I was able to move and have a job already, you know, when I got to the States. But yeah. I started at San Good as like a seasonal employee Christmas season when I was like 16. And yeah. then they kept me and I kept that job until I was like 20. It was, that's, that's, oh, I love that awesome job. job. That's, that's, it's a, it, you know what? I, but I will tell you one thing. I used to be jealous of the blockbuster kids because I was like, man, I would like to work on blockbuster too. <laughs> but they were like, no, they're like, at least you get to listen to music. We're rewinding movies all day. <laughs> you know, there is a uh, there's a rumor that blockbuster may be making some sort of revival. I don't know in how in what I just way. don't know how successful it would be with the way we consume content today and movies. Well, I, no, they're gonna be I, apparently there'll be like a streaming another streaming platform. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what I was reading. I don't know if it's uh, going to happen. I just, okay. If you go to their website, they actually have mm-hmm. a live website again. It's blocked. Like, I saw that. I saw that. The other day, I saw the cutest freaking Blockbuster sweater, and I was 90% about to order it. And then I was like, it's 103 degrees in Puerto Rico. What the hell am I going to wear a sweater? <laughs> I still have my. my I need car, a thank No, do you really? Next episode. Please, I will bring. I'll, I'll I'll show it on camera. I gotta find it, but I have. Oh it. Oh my god, I'm gonna be texting you all week. Like you better bring that card. That is epic. I used to have and an I, old blockbuster movie. I never returned. I wonder how much oh, I owe. I have that too. <laughs> With the cover and everything, VHS. I always wanted to go to that. Um, the last blockbuster that's Me still too. open. Stay overnight. Shut up, Joey. I'm gonna fly to you, and we're gonna take a road trip. I'm telling you, it. what. it's we'll kind of it. far, isn't it? We'll Where live stream. It? We'll we'll do yeah. like a wrestling show from there or something. Yo, oh my god, it would be so much fun. <laughs> uh, well, and then um, Netflix did the documentary, and I was like, shut up! I wanted to go to that store before your stupid documentary. Right? <laughs> yeah, but everybody in the Man, chat, let, got... let us know if you be you be down for that for that for like a for like a throwback nostalgia. Oh, show. we're doing it. We're doing oh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're gonna love it. We yeah, got no. we got our regulars here. They're gonna they're gonna love it. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely. I know they're gonna be in. Uh, yeah, but uh, oh my god, I'm gonna wear some like I'm gonna wear my hair in a side ponytail and big oh, yeah. hoops. Oh, I'm so excited. I don't even, I don't even know. I, I I don't know. I gotta I gotta think about it. That it's gonna be fun. We'll do it. It it's is. Gonna be fun. But uh, a few more topics that we have here. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce. Like we knew Bro. that they were like a power couple. They've been a power couple for really this generation 
what <clears throat> together billions of dollars hit records uh, awards out of the you know what i mean now they have just purchased well not just but they they purchased the most expensive house ever, ever sold in california now this surprised me because california is really expensive I yeah. didn't know that this was, I would have thought, if you would have asked me what's the most expensive house in California, I would have said more money than what they spent. Well, there was one listed originally. Okay. Now, I'm a big, I, I love watching real estate stuff. I, I, I told you, you, I watch follow Selling weird. Sunset on Netflix? Yeah. No, but I watched the, the real estate show on, was it TLC with the, with the really fancy real estate agents in California? Yes. They uh, have one in New York, million, million dollar listing. Million dollar, million dollar listing. listing. Love right. that show. So there was one there where a guy had a listing that it was like 400 million, but he never sold and they had to keep reducing it. He ended up taking it off the market. Yeah. So I think it's the, it's the highest sold like money put into it. And even, and the listing pricing was a lot higher than what they paid. But yeah. once we get into what we're going to talk about, I, I see why they discounted them. But, um, but yeah, so I don't think it's the highest listed. I think it's the highest transaction wise because I think there have been a lot. Um, more listed. Also, it has a lot to do with whether it's a multi-unit or a single family home. Like, I think yeah. if it was a multi-unit, there's definitely higher. But yeah, this is, as of right now, the most expensive home in California, which you said is crazy expensive. So, just yeah. that topic. I think I sent you that headline days ago. And then there was another yeah. headline today, and I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> so, they paid 200000 200, yeah, 200 million 200 for million. this house in Malibu. But they didn't, they didn't just pay $200 million. You know, they didn't use their, their, their black American Express card and swipe it in seconds. No. They spent $200 million in cash. Isa, <sighs> cash. They paid cash. How freaking gangster is that? $200 million in cash. Imagine showing up at I the real estate office. With the, they had to have the security guards with briefcase of money. What bank allows you to take out two hundred million? I just hope that yo they they need to make content out of this. Like, like that's a yeah. badass TikTok right there. I mean, having somebody pull up the like ten briefcases opening with all this money. Yeah, I I just can't even imagine. I can't even comprehend. But that's what I was getting into. The house was listed. I think it was for like two hundred fifty five million, and they discounted it for them for two hundred million. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. If somebody tells me here two hundred million cash, take it or leave it, I'll be like, I right, okay, yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah. what a freaking power move from, we all know they're a power couple. They're a lot of people's favorite power couple, but that's a power couple move, right? A lot of yeah. people are like, oh, we're a power couple. They, they're, they're, they're walking the walk, okay? This is and not talking the talk. It. They've been through it. Like, oh, my God. But they're so iconic. Yeah. It's so iconic. Like, I know that they have gone through so much, so much drama, so much rumors, and and that that's the definition of a ride or die right there, honestly. These two for each other. Yeah. And like it was so funny speaking of nostalgia, but the other day, I don't even know what happened, but the crazy in love video, I was watching it, the music video. Beyonce and Jay-Z were babies. And I'm like, oh my God, these two have been together forever. Like I lost track of how long they've been together. Yeah. Like, it's Blue funny because his age, she hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Blue Ivy. I remember when she was born, and now she's like a teenager. Almost. Can we talk about how Blue Ivy looks just like either one of them is so weird yeah. like you can yeah. see her and you see jc but you also see beyonce it's like this weird 
it depends on who you want to see when you look at her. It's like the, it's like the color of the dress. Is it blue or is it golden white? Yep. Like like blue ivy. It's like do you want her to look like Jay Z or Beyonce because she can look like both of them. Yeah, I showed. I don't know if you saw. Did you see the picture of the house itself? Like what it looks like? Yeah. I showed a picture to my dad, and he's like, "That looks like IKEA." He <laughs> <laughs> has a beautiful view. Yeah. No, my dream has always been to live in Malibu. That's like my favorite place. Uh, people who are who are listening and watching are in the chat. If you're familiar with Malibu, El Matador Beach is my favorite spot in the world. I have like like a seven foot mural, not a mural, a seven foot photo that I took that I blew up uh, into on a canvas in my living room. Like that's how much I love that place. Malibu is beautiful. I got to experience it. I really like it. I told you I'm a little snobby because I'm from Puerto Rico. So if I'm going to live yeah. by a beach, I'm going to pick it here. But I will say I can. I, I saw the what the buzz was all about when I was yeah. there. No, I, there's there's nothing there's nothing like Malibu. But then there's I gotta bring like you to Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico Joey. You gotta, gotta, I gotta go. That's it. Yeah, we gotta go to Puerto Rico. We gotta look. <laughs> for the, we gotta look for the gas station. Get some tattoos. Yeah, we gotta. We're gonna. We're just gonna. You're just going to come, we're going to get in the car, and we'll stay wherever yeah. we end up. We'll, we'll go around the entire island, and then you're going to be like, wow, my life is changed forever. And then we'll go hang out with the LWO, you know, and do some stuff. <laughs> you know, I might know a person or two for that LWO. <laughs> I, uh, I I was blown away when 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 I saw that they spent 200, 200 million. In cash. In cash. In cash. And they also have, like, really expensive homes and apartments in New York City, worth everywhere. But JC has done a lot of work, especially for Brooklyn. JC yeah. really helped transform areas of Brooklyn that I, I always talk to people about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get it. Some people were against it, but like I used to have a conversation about how I prefer Barclays over MSG. And it's just because what Barclays did for Brooklyn, that area of Brooklyn was not a good area. A and now you go there and it's like a complete different vibe, feel, and like it's turned so good. I was, I used to live, um, so I used to work at a store that we had, and it was right across the street from Barclays, so I lived, like, back there, and I was paying insane price for a closet, but, man, I love living in that neighborhood, like, yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous, and I'm like, JC really helped, like, when he brought the Nets to Brooklyn, that was such a gangster move. Yeah. <laughs> not so not cool. anybody can do that. No, 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 not anybody can, but... Listen, I, I respect him. And not only do they have a lot of real estate, but they also give back. And I love the fact that you can look into it and you'll find out. But they give back in a way where they're not publicizing it. But they give back. And that's what that's what it's all about. I always feel like if you're going to give back, I'm not one to go and say, ah, you're going to donate to this. I'm going to no, just do it to do it, you know. And that's yeah. what they do. They're not publicizing out there all the charity work that they're doing. But I know that they do a lot, especially him, especially involved in the Brooklyn area, which is great that he hasn't forgotten where he came from. You know, a lot of the time in the show, actually almost every episode, we mentioned the Kardashians and yeah. the Bad Bunnies. And there, there's somebody that, uh, or a couple, or we're talking about power couples. There's a power couple that really has been left out of our show for a long time because there really hasn't been anything in the news about them. But uh, they're back in the news. And uh, we're going to talk about Harry and Meghan. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm of the team of I'm so over them. But okay, we'll so talk about them. <laughs> so I don't know if you, if you were, if you saw what happened, I think it was like last week or the week before or something. The paparazzi was, were chasing them. The then. chase in New York City. And then people were saying it was staged. And it, it was. was. Staged. <laughs> it was staged. Uh, yeah, it was. Come on. It was, yeah. 
Did now, you watch the Netflix documentaries before you yeah. keep going? Yeah. So I didn't watch it, but I watched a lot of recaps about it on YouTube. And like when she's like, oh, the paparazzi is following us again. There's nobody there. <laughs> so here's the thing. I watched the, the interview they did with Oprah. And then I watched the documentary. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw two, two different people. Like mm-hmm. Megan specifically. Harry was kind of just there like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Day and night. During the interview with Oprah, she was very like emotional and like, they're trying to get me and I'm scared and this and this. And then in the in the documentary, she's like laughing, making fun of them. Like, yeah, when she's making fun of how you're actress. supposed to curtsy down to the queen. Yes. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, stop being so American. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. and I don't mean to offend anybody, but it's just like every there's different cultures in the world, and you have to respect that if you want people to respect the way things are done in the United States, for example, yep. right? This is a royal family. This is how they grow up. You don't make yep. fun to, and he's just sitting there. And when she does that, you can see his reaction where he's just like, oh my God, let me go hide right now. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't make fun of that. Like, you, you just don't. And you're right. Like, she completely, like, once she, once they got out of the royal family, it's like she took over and everything about them has completely changed. And yeah. there's just so if again the YouTube rabbit holes of Demon Diva. If you fall down that YouTube rabbit hole, you just see how fake she is. And I just I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. I saw a TikTok last week or earlier, sometime last week, of Donald Trump talking about Meghan Meghan Markle and, and Prince mm-hmm. Harry. And I think this might have been the first time I ever like heard Trump speak, and I was like, "He has a, a point." point. He yeah, has do, a you, point. do you question your entire existence? Because yeah. like, there was one time he made a point, and I was like, "God, I'm yeah. gonna go jump off the." Wall. I had to make sure that it wasn't like an AI made video, like with his voice. <laughs> a deep dark, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he he was asked about Meghan Markle and what he thought about what was going on, and he said she's very disrespectful for what is going on. He's like, "Let me explain." If you and and this is where I was like, huh, he's got a point. He spoke very highly of the queen because they were friends. He he would go there, visit, and and spend time with the queen, and he was very well connected to the royal family um, for many years. Not even just as president, like for for his whole time of his career. And uh, he said that if you look at the queen, she when she came into power at such a young age, mm-hmm. and she passed away at such a very old age. She never had any controversy around her name. Ever. How crazy. How crazy. She was never involved in anything that was like political, like, like anything that was like majorly dramatic mm-hmm. or she was a very simple lady. She, she, she worked for her country uh, and, and always put the country first. Um, and Trump was basically like, I don't know how you can disrespect a person who has given their life for their, for their job, their country and never have any like, like backlash or anything political or anything like, uh, like negative happen around them. And I was he, like, that, that's he does have thing. a good point. You're right. Like, I mean, there was do... a rumor that she was a lizard person. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll take that over. You know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the crap that happens in our country. <laughs> right. Agreed. Um, the thing that I'll never understand is like how Megan, like there was a couple of interviews where she would deny knowing who Harry was. And I'm like, let me tell you something. I grew up in Puerto Rico where we're in our own little island and we worry about our own things. I knew who Prince Harry and Prince like William were when I was young. Right. Like 
don't, don't. And it's like, how do you fall in love into that and then try to yeah. get him out of that? Like, then, then, you, then you're being, it's like a double standard. And like, yeah. listen, everybody's like, oh my God, and he did that for her. He renounced all of this for her. But he shouldn't not have to. He shouldn't not have to. They should have yeah. figured out a way to make it work. It's his family, you know? And this narrative of he's going through what his mom went through because we know that Princess Diana did go through that. We've seen videos. She died trying to avoid the freaking paparazzi. Yeah. And he's like, I just never seen them in that ever seen them in that kind of situation where they're just worn by photographers the way that Princess Diana was. And I don't know why they're trying to spin yeah. this narrative. And I saw that and I was like, it's, it's probably staged or they're exaggerating something that didn't happen because how the hell do you go on a car chase in Manhattan traffic for two hours? That right there, I was already capped. Cap, yeah. you're not going to move more than two inches in Manhattan. Unless they're on the a time. bike or they're chasing your car right. on foot. They're not chasing you. Correct, or they're going to get you, or they're going to get you because you're not going to be able to move. You're not going to have a high-speed chase. It doesn't matter at what time. That's just not how Manhattan works. Like, yeah. it was, uh, listen, maybe people that's never driven New York fell for it. I didn't. No, I didn't either. And the topic that I, that I, I want to get to here is in regards to that, where he, he lost in, in, in high court. I mean, he can't, he's not allowed to rent a cop for, for <laughs> UK security. So let me explain. So uh, it says he fought like hell overseas to get police protection when he and his family are in England and the court shot them down and the rejection, uh, the rejection comes from the controversial and it says in quotes, the new New York city chase. Um, So they're getting backlash now from England in regards like to this, where it's like, uh, you know, it's kind of BS. And it says, for those unaware, Harry and Meghan had their UK taxpayer funded protection revoked in yeah. 2020 after moving away and then stepping yeah, down. Senior. And they were in court last, or his legal team was in court last week trying to get that protection. But London's high court said, no way. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's like, it shouldn't have anything to do with the chase. You walked away from the royal family. You walk away from the benefits that come with it. If you're far, if you're part of the family, you're going to have protection 24-7 no matter what. You chose to walk away from that. Deal with the consequences. You just made yep. a lot of million dollars on a lot of different deals with Netflix, with your book. Buy your own security, bro. Yep. That's my... I, I have no sympathy on this one. I don't either. And, you know, they... You know, today, like like we've been talking about the social, like modern technology today, like modern media, like everything is reported, everything is out there. So, like you, you know, staging this stuff, like come on, like it is it's that's like that's like an old template that has been buried long ago. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. It's like and it would have gone viral if somebody like. Uh, that kind of chase that they're describing would have gone viral on Twitter or Instagram somewhere because people would have caught it in the city. Nobody saw this. Like, I just, I just, I don't fall for it. Yeah. Well, speaking of scandals, uh, the last topic I want to, I want to bring to you today is kind of a topic or not kind of, it's a topic that you or I have no interest in. We don't really, do you watch, let me ask you and I'll ask the people in the chat. Issa, do you watch Vanderpump Rules? Does anybody in the chat watch Vanderpump Rules? Does anybody know what's going on with the drama? No. I got some info on the tea. I you got the tea, but I have no idea what we're going to talk about. But I'm always ready for some tea, even if I don't watch it. Oh, Joseph said he watches it. So my mom my mom and my sister watch this show. My, dad, my dad's kind of just there. 
Uh, but apparently, a lot of people around the country watch, around the world, watch this show, Vanderpump Rules. So Lisa Vanderpump, she was one of the housewives from I do know Los that. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a lot of businesses outside of what she does on that show. So Doesn't she have a restaurant? Yes, she had one or like a restaurant bar type thing. I think I seen um, something from her in Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. There, I don't know if they're in Vegas, but I know that they do have. They have in in Los Angeles. Um, she okay. has like a bar, or whatever, um, a high end bar. I think um, he, I'm so gonna look it up now. Am I crazy? She, that was I, I that it was, drunk? I think it's called Sir or Pump. She had Sir and Pump. They were two. Um, and she's closing one down now, actually. But um, so she left the Housewives and kind of got like a spinoff. She does yeah. have a cocktail garden in the Caesar's Palace. I am not crazy. I did go. see it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yes. So she left the Housewives show and kind of got a spinoff on the same network. Okay. I think it's Bravo or whatever, mm-hmm. where they film her bar and it's a reality show of people who work in the bar, but they all like sleep together and know each other and they're friends and they're not friends. It's like one of those shows. And they're all like, they work in the bar. Um, so one of the main guys, Tom Sandoval, and they're calling it the, the Scandoval because the scandal. <laughs> and the, Original, uh, okay. Is, was with this girl, Ariana, for like 10 years. Like living together, not married, but like living together. And like, you're with, with, you're with somebody for 10 years. You're pretty much married without being married. Correct. Well... He cheated on her with somebody from the show for months, for months while they were filming. I mean, they, they played stupid. Like you can go back and watch a show. There were signs apparently, but they played stupid. And now it's like a whole thing. People rewatching and they just did the, the, the reunion like last week or so like that. Like it's like in, it's in almost in real time that this is happening. Um, People knew about it. Weren't allowed to speak about it. Friends, like the whole group. Yeah. Well, what happened was, I think the girl was just on uh, uh, Alex Cooper's podcast. Okay. uh, To talk about it, but she's been everywhere. This girl, Ariana. Well, what happened was, the topic for today, um, they're still living together. Even though it was reported and pictures and videos came out that she moved out of their house. Came out today that she's still living there. But Wait, the the girl that got cheated on? Yes. So okay. they, they broke up and right, she was right, moving right. out. And she apparently she did move out and there was pictures and videos, whatever. But truthfully, she didn't move out and it was all staged for money. So she's they're still living together, but the move out was staged for money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Everything is at work, but people make fun of us for watching wrestling, right? So the, so the affair did happen. And by the way, the, the girl that she had the affair with was like, they were like good friends. They were all like friends. And they oh, it's it. always your friend. That's why I have no yeah. friends, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> they hit it for months and it was just, it was crazy. And I don't know if you know, you've probably seen him. The the guy, Tom uh, Sandoval, he, they, him and his friend have like bars. Also, they opened up their own bars in, in Los Angeles. Um and he's all over TikTok, and he's got his own band now. And he's like, he's got this little mustache, and it looks like, like, uh, like it looks like Queen. That's what he looks like. Like, you look, okay. And he's just going off the the railroad. But crazy story. How like all this happened publicly. Everyone said they said that she moved out. 
and now it's all stage for money. So she I, looks bad now. She what? She looks bad now. Like like. Yeah, yeah, but pretended to move out for money. I, like I always tell you, which is funny because this is. I always say I, I'm a fan of trash reality TV, but I never been to the Housewives or any of those shows. Yeah. More like Big Brother. So, like, I guess I like more of the competition set reality yeah. TV. This is more right? like a Jersey Shore as right, right. Show. And yeah. I always tell people that reality TV is the most scripted show that there is. Like, like I'm sorry, reality TV is so set up, and if you can't catch it, I mean, whatever. But I, I think it's funny, right? Because a lot of people is like, oh, you do know it's fake, right? Or, or like when, when we're watching wrestling, they make fun of us for watching something that's scripted, and it's like, okay, just like Thanos, like eliminated half of the of the population, right? Because <laughs> that was real. Like yeah. everything is set up. A lot of these people, like, look at the YouTube drama. Remember when was it Jake Paul, Mary Tana, Monjo, and everybody was like, what is happening? The whole thing the big, was fake. Wedding. It was it was all a setup because Content. why wouldn't you want to combine both of those audiences? It's like yep. everybody, everybody is is up for themselves. And listen, if she got cheated on and she wants to stay, whatever. You know, I'm not gonna. Yeah. It's on her. But a lot of times, it's hard to walk away from these relationships because you might lose everything, including the cloud that comes with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what how you even like where you go from there. Like, and talking about this reality show stuff. Like, I remember I saw uh, an interview not to tie back to wrestling, but I saw an interview with Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson mm-hmm. talking about his experience with total Bellas and total divas Oh God! and how he hated it so much. And I never looked at it the way that he talked about it. And he because mentioned it how- was so set up. A lot of these girls on total divas would only hang out when they will film and they will yes. like portray them as best friends. And he's like, if you're a real fan of wrestling, you know that some of these girls never talk to each other only yep. when they were filming. And, it was really funny because a lot of times when like Sasha Banks said, I never want to be part of that show. I understood why. Yeah. I will say one of the moments that I hold nearly when it comes to Total Divas, because I thought it was one of the realest moments that we've ever seen on that show, was when he proposed to Brie. You can tell yeah. that man was a mess. He was so yeah. nervous. He was like stuttering. And it was it was pretty. It was such a, I don't feel like that was, or maybe he told them, hey, I'm going to propose in case you want to film it. But you could yeah. see the real nerves and the real moment where yeah. there's so many moments on reality TV. And I'm telling you this right now. Look it up on YouTube anywhere where they make them go back and film a scene because the cameras weren't there where some of the drama went down. So they had to refilm it. And this thing is not really happening or or they're creating this drama. I like shows like Miss and Mrs. They have like the most ridiculous storylines per episode that you know are set up. But you, I stopped watching that long ago. Yeah, but you know, there's at this point just own it, you know. And this yeah. is maybe this is why I was telling you I'm more of a fan of like because granted that there's a little bit of influence and alliances, Survivor, yeah. Big Brother. There's no way to script, especially Big Brother. You can watch them on a feed twenty four seven. There's no way to script Big Brother. The yeah. funny thing is with Big Brother is that you have people that watch the feed. And then you got the people that only watch what CBS shows you. And they will give you a whole different narrative. And you have the real fans. I'm a feed. I'm a feed person. I don't watch the feed, but I watch YouTubers that do updates on the feeds, right? So I know how these people are behaving. And then on TV, they present them like like they're the good people because they want you to root for them or because the crowd likes them, right? And it's just like all of these shows are staged. Like a lot of us Survivor fans, we always call it the winner's edit. Because the way that they edit someone throughout a season, you already can tell that person's going to... Sometimes you can tell from episode one who's going to end up in the finale just because they get the winner's edit from the beginning. Like, yep. 
all of these things are scripted, people. It's not just wrestling. Sorry to break it to you. And what, kind of what, what Daniel Bryan was talking about, too, was – and you can – by the way, anybody who wants to see this interview is actually really good. I don't know who it was with. You can search it up on, on YouTube. Uh, it was, I think it was at like the Comic-Con or something like that. He was with – he was just talking about uh, Total Bellas and Total Divas. And he said that they would film like days at a, days at a time for Total Bellas. And I mean, days at a time, meaning like it wouldn't be like the cameras come in every day and see what's going on. They, he said they would have to change clothes during the day to make it seem like it was a different yep. day. That is crazy to me. I didn't know that because I, I don't I don't watch much reality show TV. I don't really know about it. But after hearing mm-hmm. that, I was like, wow, that is like reality TV is the farthest thing from reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how it's just scripted, but they're just not using actors. That's the best way to put it. And even on those competitions, when they still they will still try to change the narrative. And I, and, and you see it and you see it a lot in Big Brother. I'm telling you, if you don't watch the feeds, you're watching a complete different show. Sometimes they don't even talk about the biggest drama that went down. Every once in a while, it gets so crazy. Like there's some race. Last season, it went down where there was like some racism drama to the point that they had to bring it into the edited version of the show. Because, like, it was trending on social media from people watching the feeds and then people started tweeting about it, you know. But a lot of times Big Brother will make people that are actual pieces of shit. And you can watch them on the feeds being pieces of shit. And then you go and watch the the episode that they edit to put out that show. And they just act like they're the best person in the world. And you're like, why are you doing this? But if they feel like the casual, because there is such thing as casual viewers in this situation, right? You don't have people watching these feeds 24-7. The casual viewers don't know. It doesn't hurt them. So they'll edit it however they want to show it to them. Yeah, I... Reality show, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I like reality TV. But I like the. I, I like more of the challenges, like what you usually yeah, watch. Challenge, That's what Survivor, Big Brother. I do watch some of the silly, like Love Is Blind on Netflix, like that kind of stuff. I stopped watching the, like The Bachelor, for example. I used to watch it, and now they just like they just cast these people for clout, and nothing feels like it's legitimate. It's like really funny. There's. There's relationships that come out of Big Brother, which is not a love show that have lasted longer than this, like, let me find love kind of like, you know, shows. So I I gave up on like the lovey-dovey reality shows. I'm more of a competition. Like the challenge, Survivor and Big Brother, I do not miss an episode. Like that's a show that I have to watch the week off. I avoid spoilers, muted it, you know. But I feel like these people are after something. I think Survivor is such a... It's really it's a social experiment. And not just that, it's a physical experiment. You're out in an island, you're starving your body, you're still doing physical challenges. Then you have to backstab people, but get them to like you enough to hand you a million dollars. Like, I find that so freaking interesting. Um, and the fact that it's going on, we're on season 44. Like, That's this show crazy. hasn't lost. It's, it's like people are still captivated. By, and they're still doing better numbers than Dynamite, but who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it, it, I said it because it's on Wednesday. Yeah. I'm not trying to throw shade, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was I wasn't expecting that, so I just, just it was great. <laughs> Isa, any uh, any TV shows or movies you've seen this week? Yeah, I watched Fast and the Furious. How proud are you of me? This is like there's only been two times in this show that I watched a movie on opening week, and that was Scream and Fast and the Furious. I gotta tell you, there are still some ridiculous things, but I thought it was a little more toned down than your usual ridiculousness. It was great. It ended 
in a kind of way that makes me feel like they're not stopping making these movies anytime soon. Yeah. If you're into ridiculous car flyings and explosions and big strong men, go watch it. I liked it. You ready for a rant? Yes. <laughs> this is one of my favorite franchise series ever. The first one. The original is it. Classic. Forever. My forever. Favorite one of, my favorite one of all time. Second one, Too Fast, Too Furious in Miami. Mainly because I lived there when they were filming it, and I remember right. seeing them filming. And oh, Fast Five movie. was filmed here in Puerto Rico. Fun fact, all the Brazil really? scenes are in Puerto Rico. Yeah, Really? I didn't know that. The end, I believe it was of Fast 7, where the send-off for Paul Walker. I think the most beautiful send-off ending yeah. ever in cinematic history. Man, I, cry. I, I get teary eye just thinking about it. I, just, I get teary-eyed every single time I see it. It's been coming yeah. up all over my For You page on TikTok because the movie's yeah. out now. And I'm a, a freaking mess watching it all the time. And I, I have to watch it all the way through. You can't just watch the beginning, a little bit of it. Do you, um, do you go back and forth on... Because I really am glad that that's how they send him off. And I feel like yeah. at this point, we would all suspend our disbelief with this character. I'm really glad they didn't like kill him off. Because, you know, yeah. like... A lot of times on like TV or whatever, if they get rid of an actor for one reason or another, they'll kill them off in the series so you don't think about them anymore. Yeah. They get mentioned in every movie, like, oh, we got to make sure that Mia and Brian are safe and they just don't bring them up again. But I am so glad because I couldn't not handle them doing that to his character in the movie. Yeah. The send-off is great, and I will continue to watch the movies. I thought it's like one of my most favorite things in the world is taking my dad to see a brand new Fast and the Furious. Yeah. So I hope they make it to like a hundred, right? Yeah. But they did get a little bit ridiculous with some of the stunts. Yeah. I, I know that's I, been coming. I choose to accept that though, because it's yeah. like I also watch Marvel movies and they do ridiculous things that could never make any sense. Like this is an action film. Yeah. Have fun with it. Like sometimes I feel like people just take it too seriously i'm a big fan of it i do think that after the send-off i have a hard time a harder time watching them but i still find things that i enjoy i still get a couple of chuckles out of it they still kept you know the majority of this original cast in there i i I really really like john cena on this one i know a lot of the critics are didn't like his character i thought john cena was great here um yeah overall i enjoyed it i i think everybody should go if you're into having fun don't come at me and be like oh you sent me to the theater i hated it no 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 just have fun you're spending money to see it why not have fun my dad loved it oh and i thought that jason momoa was so freaking enjoyable it was a twist the way that he played that character i was not i was not expecting that from him but i really liked it I have yet to see the movie. I was planning to go to the premiere on Thursday. Nobody around me wants to go to the theater for one. There's a there's two reasons. One, Life has changed. We don't go to the movies anymore. There's two reasons why people don't want to go. Not it's not because of me, which you <laughs> you would assume it would be. No. Uh, one would be that they don't want to go to the movies anymore. They don't want to go to a movie. Nobody wants to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. To piggy off of that, a lot of people are nervous about from COVID going to the movies, but other people are also scared about tragedies happening at movie theaters. I don't know. For me, I, 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 you can't live your life like scared of that stuff going everywhere. Yeah, certain, things, true. certain places, yes, but I really want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 
I don't go to the theater since the pandemic just because they changed the way we consume it and they started releasing them on streaming services so fast that you're like, okay, I can't wait. Unless it's a must-watch for me, I don't go to the theater. But I used to be in the AMC, like, club. I used to, like, you know how they I give do. you two free movies and I would take advantage of that. And I, and I, and I am... days were the, Joey, the cheap tickets. I got to tell you something. I'm a big fan of... Go- if I really want to watch a movie, I think it's so therapeutic to go along. So you might uh, have to, you might have to do this. I'm planning on doing that. I'm planning on it because I do not. I have a friend who didn't even know she she never even saw the other ones. She didn't. She's like, I never watched Fast and Furious. It's not believable. I was like, you. You're not believable. (laughs) (laughs) Does she not have any family? Come on. It's hard in these streets, Isa. I'm telling you, it's hard in these streets. The ultimate ridiculousness of this message is family and protecting those that you love. And yeah. I'm here for that. I don't care how ridiculous Dominic Toretto has to get in order. That's the thing. He takes himself so seriously sometimes yeah. in these movies too. But ultimately, Fast and the Furious isn't about cars. Not. It's not about explosions. It's not about ridiculous stunts. It's about family. And, and we yeah. all have that very small circle of people that we would like kill for as a matter of fact i saw my nephew's wife in this chat earlier shout out to her ah. she's in my circle you know so family that's that's what it's all about man it's all about family and and ultimately i made it since the beginning because my dad is a big fan of my dad like the old muscle cars you know remember the yeah. first one they had that black charger that's that that's the main character in the fast and the furious movies that black car and I remember seeing the trailer for that. And back then, I used to make my dad go see my movies. And I was like, oh, no, this week I'm going to take you to see one that you're going to love. And ever since, as long as we're close to each other, we'll, we'll, I take him to see them. So that's every time one comes out, I get all hyped for my dad-daughter date. <laughs> I, uh, I want to start adding a new thing to the show. And we can kind of – you and I can both decide. Or we can pick our own. Mm-hmm. I want to start adding or incorporating the idea of picking our favorite – comment in the chat oh i love that and i think i found mine for today which gave me the idea what is it dylan matthews wrote dominic toretto is still <laughs> dominic mysterio breaking news <laughs> oh dylan my favorite Stewart one here. my favorite one comes from samantha who says jason momoa could just stand there and smile and i'll be quite happy <laughs> Listen, he plays a very, I don't want to spoil it, but I will tell you that his villain character in this movie is very Joker-like. I was just going to say Joker. Yeah, he's very Joker, evil, laughing, and I was just not expecting that. I'm actually not sure that anybody else could have pulled that off. Yeah. And when you watch Jason Momoa, like Big Aquaman, you just don't expect that. He was so good. And a lot of people are, it's like, I feel like people go see it and they either hate this performance yep. or they loved it. I loved it because ultimately there's a couple of situations where he's like one step ahead and that's something that the Joker would do. You know what I mean? Like the Joker is, you think he's crazy and you don't take yep. him seriously, but he's smarter than everybody else around him. That's the best part. I, I really liked him. One of my favorite aspects of the franchise, um, and it's an underrated part in my opinion, I don't think a lot of people even pay attention to it, but. The soundtracks that come out with oh movie. yeah, mm-hmm. oh my gosh! See, I'm not a fan. Scratch that. It's not that I'm not a fan. I don't understand a lot of the Spanish music, right? 
Oh, come on. I don't understand Bad Bunny's music, although his new song you is have me in your life. life. You have me in your life, and you, please do not Google Translate. Just tell me which one you want, and I'll give you the rundown of what this song is about, because Google Translate will murder it. I remember in middle school, there was a song that was, it was a, it was a reggaeton song. Don't, don't mind the way I say it. I'm white. Come on. I say reggaeton. Reggaeton, yep. No accent, no nothing. There was a song that was popping, and I remember listening to it all the time on my MP3 player. Yes, I had an MP3 player before I got my iPad, my iPod. Okay. And it made, it's revived now in this film. Gasolina. Oh, my God. That was like. That, that song translated makes absolutely zero sense. I know. Sense. I know. <laughs> my friends tell me that all the time. And it's it, it made a revival, like a remix in this movie. And yep. I feel like the the movies, the Fast and Furious movies, always kind of do that with their soundtracks. They always bring back old songs that were like, like just yeah, had their time, and now they're like kind of remixing yeah. it to make when it seem Daddy more Yankee badass. came on at the theater, I looked up my dad like, Daddy Yankee, am I, yes, am I hearing? Am I hearing? Yeah, Daddy Yankee is, is the OG. I mean, he's not the first one, but I think I do think he put reggaeton mainstream, you know, yeah. big time for for what well, reggaeton is originally from here, right? Yeah. So basically, Daddy Yankee runs. Well, Daddy Yankee walks on my money run. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> I got a lot of info from from what the films and what's going to happen on on TikTok because I follow a lot of these pages on TikTok. So uh, apparently, this is the the beginning of the finale. They wanted to make, I guess, the last film into like two parts. So this one was number ten, and eleven was supposed to be the last one. Um, no, meaning 10, 10 and eleven were like a part one, part two of the finale. Um, directors and feedback they got from watching 10 said now they want to switch that scratch that idea they want the finale to be three parts three different movies so we have 10 11 and then 12 coming so there are two that's okay with me but it's coming in this franchise and if you look at the um every every one of these films have come out have hit number one yeah what other yeah. franchise can you say? But outside wondering. of really, yeah, bad. I'm surprised you didn't hear it. Anyways, outside of like Star Wars, like what other franchise had like a scary movies? Halloween, movies? Scream, they they hit it. But like modern, modern, modern day film. Ah, uh, you can kind of say uh, those are Scream is. I consider yeah. Scream modern because when did yeah. the first Scream come out compared to the first Fast and the Furious? They're not that far apart. No, right? I think I think Screams are in the 90s. 96. The first yeah. Scream was 96. I don't know yeah. when the first Fast and the Furious came out. 2000, 2000 or 2001 or 2002, something like that. Really? It was that? Yeah. No, I thought it was older than that. Stop it. I'm not talking about the new one. The first one, I think, was 01. I'm looking it up. 2001. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So they're younger than I thought. Yeah. And if you so maybe you're right how... in the 2000s, we might not have a franchise doing that because Scream and Halloween yeah. obviously do hang on to that nostalgia factor with their names, especially Halloween. Halloween came out in the 70s. Yeah. Crazy. And it's just, it's just transformed into something way bigger than anybody imagined. But this is crazy. Like an action set movie. 
Yeah. Franchise. Do you think The Rock's ever going to come back too fast? Because I still miss The Rock in Fast and the Furious. I do. I don't care what anybody says. Wait, I like so it. let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You saw the movie. Did you watch the end credits? No. Did you stay to the end? No, I, I mean, the credits were rolling when we were walking He's, out. Uh, you... No, you can't blame me for this. My dad wanted to go. Okay. <laughs> so usually at the end of these movies. I know. Like, I know. I kind of know him. And my dad is like, well, the problem was that they literally, we went to the 1255, right? The matinee. Yeah. They ended up showing credits until like 1.30. So we were, it really? was pretty late. And my dad is an early right. kind of person. Like he has to be back home by like a certain time. So no, he didn't let me stay through that. But we were still, I'm like walking slow trying to like catch something. And it took forever, I guess, for that part to come okay. up. I'm going to give you a spoiler alert because okay. I saw it on TikTok. And I want you to go watch it after I'm we gonna, end I'm show. looking it up already. <laughs> in, the, if, in the end of, after the credits, they roll a little, a little part. Hobbs does make a return. He's going to be in the next movies. Ah! <laughs> and whoever the villain is in this movie is now coming after Hobbs. Okay, well, yeah, because they... So it ends up being like Dominic Toretto was the one who caused what happened with my father, but Hobbs right. was the one who killed my father. Right. And if you go back to the movies, Hobbs was the one who right, shot... Uh... The the movie, uh, yeah. no spoilers, or maybe a little bit of a spoiler, but it does set on a cliffhanger. It does set on a cliffhanger. So yeah, they're, they're leading up to the part two. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so oh my God, then, that makes me so happy. I was like, we need to put yeah. this on The Rock in a wrestling ring. Let them squash it out because I need, I like, The Rock is so freaking perfect for these movies. Now, yeah. you mean to tell me that we're going to have Vin Diesel, Jason Momoa, The Rock, like all of these, like that's a big meaty men slapping cars. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> and what's crazy now is that it, all these reports are coming out that uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock have buried their hatchet. And Tyrese Gibson even came out and said, listen, these are grown ass men. They, need, they needed to deal with their crap. And I guess they did. And uh, Hobbs is back in the movie because the reason why uh, there was Hobbs and Shaw was because The Rock kind of got booted out of the franchise. Because yeah. of his issues with Vin Diesel. Well, Shaw he, is on this one. Yes, but he, he made his own spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, because he couldn't be in any other movies. He right. made it with, with Seven Bucks production. Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw was fun, though. It, was, Hobbs, a fun it was a fun movie. And Roman Reigns looked great. But honestly, this is a pattern I see with The Rock, where if, when he doesn't get his way, he just takes oh, yeah, the yeah, story yeah. and makes it with his own co- production company. Like... How, I can't wait ass. for his. I can't wait for his superhero movie now that he's yeah. booted out of Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> a, a superhero movie that he created. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. But no, I'm excited to see him back in Fast and the Furious. I do think he belongs in this franchise. Like when he first yeah. showed up, I was like, it makes so much freaking sense. Like they, was, they didn't write him off at all. So no, no, no. It's it, they left it, and 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 that's the thing with Fast. Like not only do they revive characters that are dead, literally. They they leave a lot of open ended questions in case they want to bring back someone. They can bring them back at any at any given time. I have a question for you, and we can kind of start to wrap it up. Uh huh. Did, did you ever watch the end credits for the other movies that they did? Yeah. I don't. I think it was after four or five. Remember uh, when they show like Letty is still alive? Yeah. The girl, the most ridiculous thing ever. I huh? forgot her name in real life, but she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. She's the one of the main characters from Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. Eva... Longo, I'm sorry. Mendes. Yes. She was brought back in that movie to yeah. say, like, oh, ghosts are real, whatever. She was mm-hmm. never, ever again shown. Why? I know. That's somebody else they could bring back. 
why was she never like she was such a, a, a key she was a, a, a favorite from Too Fast and mm-hmm. Furious. Why was she yeah. never featured in the other movies? She was only featured in that end credit. I don't know, but that's somebody else that you could bring back. There's so many people that they can bring back. Yeah. I mean, they right. brought back the dead. They have. They have brought back the dead. Like, yeah. I was so glad. That's that's another one that I choose to suspend my disbelief because when they kill Letty, I was like, yeah. that is the biggest mistake you could have made. Like, there's like, and then they kind of had like Dom interested in that one girl. And I was like, no, yeah. Dominic Toretto be- belongs with Letty. I do not want to see no other freaking love storyline. Like, yeah, but like, it just didn't feel right. It felt like I was watching a man cheat on a movie and I was against it. Like, I'm like, no, <laughs> if, if Letty's not here, he needs to be alone forever. <laughs> Yes, like a fine wine, Eva Mendez. She is beautiful. Man, she is beautiful. Um, so let me ask you one more question, because I haven't seen the movie yet, but I've seen freaking spoilers on TikTok because I can't keep my eyes off. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a very simple question. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't watched it, but okay. I'll leave it at this. You, you spoke about them bringing back the dead, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a part where a certain... I don't want to talk about it. I know wonderful I character. Someone who yeah. plays a wonderful character comes back, right? Or is not dead. Am I correct? Uh, they better be. They better be. Yeah. She kind of pops out of a snow. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. A wonderful I thought you lady. were talking about a possible... I thought you were talking about whether they're going to bring back somebody that might be gone after this movie. Because yeah. I'm over here like, there is a character that, that appears to be gone that I hope is not. Yes, and... I saw that spoiler too. I think we're on the same page here. Uh, yeah, somebody pops out of the snow and somebody might be done that I don't want to be done with. Yes, too soon. But mm-hmm. I think maybe that character has to be because if if Hobbs is coming back, how do you blend it without being weird? If that makes sense. You, you bring back their two-year-long rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania, 40 minutes <laughs> Once in a lifetime, baby. We're doing it three times now. <laughs> oh, my God. Three times you, wrestling, in wrestling is everywhere, whether we like it or not. Let me ask you a question. What if we saw mm-hmm. John Cena's character, right? It goes face to face with Hobbs. Yeah. And then the next... Uncle Jacob. We call John Cena Uncle Jacob here. Okay. Uncle Jacob and Hobbs go face to face. And Say out it. of the darkness, a new villain comes out. Roman Reigns! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Wait! And you yes. know how they have the barbecue scenes every single time, yes. right? So when Dominic Toretto goes to sit down at the head of the table, Roman just pops up and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my seat. That's my seat. That's it. That's <laughs> how you set it up. And Roman Reigns is now part of the, of the Fast and the Furious family. Like he just goes I, at it with Toretto. <laughs> I would love to see a scene. And you know, and we would probably see it in a Fast and Furious movie before we saw it at WrestleMania. Like a standoff or like a fight scene with Roman and Rock. Like in those oh my movies. God. Like it would Hobbs be versus his brother or whatever. Like 
Robin, Robin, too, like, yeah. at this particular time, like, I know we're fantasy booking Fast and the Furious. I don't even know how we got here. But <laughs> at this point, you have to put Roman with the Jason Momoa character just because of the jokes of Roman looking like him. Like, they have yes. to be villains together or Roman can yes. take him down. I don't know. But it would be hilarious to get a face off and get Roman to say, or Jason to say, you look like a cheaper version of me. <laughs> like, it yes. would be so funny. <laughs> Or you just bring back Ronda Rousey because she was in the films. Oh, she was she was so good. That fighting scene that she did better than anything she's done in WWE. Yep. What anyway. would you do if they brought if like the, the, this guy comes dancing in and it's Seth Rollins in Fast Oh my and god, Fierce. wouldn't that be hilarious? And like, hey Roman, nah, gotcha. Nah, Seth don't belong here. He'd be driving Teslas. He don't belong with us. <laughs> there's he's, there's he's no electric cars in Fast and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> that to me is such, such like if you, we were talked about at the beginning of the show, like all these actors and actresses who are really just like from from WWE specifically wrestling, making their their way into Hollywood and, and being at the top, like the top. I I'm very glad that you brought up Ronda because a lot of people, and maybe it's because people were just so against her to begin with. Yeah. Ronda Rousey was so mainstream at one point in her career; she was literally everywhere and this is way before wwe way yep. before wwe ronda rousey was everywhere and i remember because she's been one of my favorites for a long time since yeah. uh, since the strike force day like even before she joined because usc wouldn't have a women's division if it wasn't for ronda rousey let's oh, just start by that she might not be the best in ever to do it in usc but she's the first she's a trailblazer and that is just yes. as important but um but I'll never forget, because I have a, the biggest crush on Ronda Rousey. When she showed up, I was at that movie theater, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, my heart exploded. Because she's this woman. She looks hot. I'm sorry. Ronda's hot. She's wearing a gown, and she's just kicking major ass in high heels yeah. and a dress. Like, oh, it was beautiful. A lot of people don't give Ronda the credit that she deserved for how mainstream this woman was before, years before WWE. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. She's uh, She's... She's one of the, it's funny because a lot of people say she's overrated. I think she's one of the mm-hmm. most underrated. She's an Olympic freaking medalist. And that is low everything. on the things that she flexes about. Like how insane is that she's won an Olympic medal and she barely ever mentions it because she has so many accomplishments in her life. Yeah. I think one of the coolest things about her is she lives on a farm and helps rescue yeah, and she's running for the end of the world. Do you ever watch like how oh, prepared crazy. she is? Yeah. Like, if the war ends, run to Ronda yeah. Rousey's farm. You you yeah. be alive they're, forever. They're preparing for an apocalyptic mm-hmm. episode. I swear. Yeah, but they make their own meat. Their own like yeah. it's crazy, crazy. But yeah, um, Ronda is awesome, and people should look more into it. Dylan Dylan says, "I got it." Roman pulls up to the barbecue, gets a plate, and just looks at Hobbs and says, "Aren't you even gonna acknowledge me?" <laughs> We need to make Roman go to the Fast and the Furious movies. We just need to make this happen already. There's so many yeah. things that we could do with him, just like based on all of these silly things that we're talking about. Yeah. You know, someone someone needs to run with this story because they have an opportunity in their films. Oh, we need to clip the crap out of this show and like we'll get Roman Reigns to Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And the title will be exactly what you said, it, what it was. We, we are fantasy booking... Fast, Fast and, and Furious, furious. wrestling <laughs> matches. <laughs> this is what happens when you put us in a show to talk. Jimmy's going to love this one. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Jimmy. This is your fault. <laughs> Shout out to Jimmy. He, he's the boss. You know, He put us together. This is what you get, buddy. 
It's uh today. I, I said at the beginning of the show today was gonna be a fun episode. Today was really yeah. fun. I had a, I always have a blast talking about random things with you. This is one of yeah. my favorite hours, hours and a half, hour and 40 yeah. minutes, depending on how long we go for. But it's yeah. one of my favorite times of the week. Yeah. And today's chat was just on fire as well. Just killing it. Killing it as always. Appreciate you guys and gals uh, making this more fun and, you know, engaging. See, like we want to incorporate your, your your thoughts and your your comments and different aspects of what you're thinking into the show. So appreciate you guys all for being involved and uh, yeah, appreciate it. And appreciate Issa as always bringing the energy, bringing the hype train with her. I mean, with a broken back, with a broken freaking back. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to be this energized without you, Joey. I adore you. My yeah. bestie. Love you, Issa, and uh, love the chat. And uh, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe down uh, down below at the Know Your News channel. And uh, Issa and I also have our own channels. Killing it, as always, Issa. Live streams, fun content. Hanging out with the LWO, getting matching tattoos, you know, do, doing, the, doing the damn thing, you know. Yep, that's what we yeah. do. I also enjoy your channel. I love your TikTok content. I'm jealous of your editing skills. <laughs> So Thank go you. follow this guy everywhere because he really puts out some quality stuff. I'm over here clipping. He's like putting work into these edits. And I'm like, man, you, my TikTok account is embarrassing next to yours. <laughs> no. And you know what? I have to give you, this is not just like kissing ass here. I have to give you a lot of credit because I haven't done any really like a, like a, a podcast in a very long time. Like I got more into the content creation side and I just right. focused on that. And I kind of forgot about like giving my opinion and doing different things because I, I used to have a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. You inspired me to get back into live streaming and Yay! Seeing, seeing how much fun you have and then your chat getting involved and the way you, I always give you credit for that, but the way you've been able to build your audience and that it, it really it motivated me to get back into it. So that's why I got a new mic. I, I got a new set. That I I'm love building that. And, I want to get back into streaming and uh, yeah, so I'll be getting back into streaming. And if you, uh, anybody who's watching right now, who know, who have been a part of my streams before I get off the rails, I'm not JD, but close enough. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to have fun. And uh, yeah, so I'm glad to be getting back into streaming and watching your streams and maybe we can have uh, some stream together and do something. Oh, hell yeah. Outside of TLR. You know Outside of TLR, we can like in my channel, we can say whatever we want. We have no filters <laughs> over there, so so good. No, we'll do something together for sure. But yeah, always a fun time. Thank you guys in the chat, everybody. Absolutely, thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. R e s p e c t. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.